Tom Brady and Bill Belichick may be separated, but both of them keep winning on and off the field. What's up? Fred Ricciani, TSC, your home for NFL news updates, reviews, interviews, and everything in between. Breaking news via Adam Schefter of ESPN and Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. Leonard Fournette has already found a new home. If you don't know who Leonard Fournette is, he's the former top four draft pick of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Running back, he, well... It was kind of a bust for the Jaguars, like a lot of their picks. With respect to him, the organization didn't exactly do right by him either. But hey, it goes both ways. He was recently cut after three seasons with the Jags, just a couple of weeks before the season opener. That really makes no sense to me because I watched interviews that he did, that Gardner Minshew did, and they talked glowingly about each other, about building a rapport and trying to carry some momentum. And then he's cut. They claimed they tried to trade him. They claimed to try to get something in return, and they got nothing. And he's gone. Insane. Absolutely insane on the Jaguars' part. But the Bucks reportedly swoop in, pick up another running back, and this time a running back that is 6 feet tall, around 230 pounds, an absolute beast. And LaShawn McCoy was recently interviewed by media in, in Tampa Bay, and they asked him, like, hey, what do you really like about this Bucks offense? What really stands out to you? And Obviously, you don't get the answers of Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, but he also mentioned the offensive line. And of course, they drafted Tristan Wirfs, who's gotten a lot of uh, high marks as well. And man, I think he could flourish in Tampa Bay. And you look at Tom Brady, I mean, look, he's not the one making the signing, all right? He's not the GM of the team, but still, this guy isn't even playing a real game yet. And he's already on maybe the most, at least on paper, the most offensively talented team he's had since maybe that undefeated or sort of undefeated season in 2007. It's freaking crazy. Now, on the flip side, you got Bill Belichick, who did his thing, picked up Cam Newton for the freaking minimum. I mean, it, it, it's nuts. I guess Tom Brady carried over some of that Belichickian good luck where, hey, a misfit toy, a person that didn't fit in, another, in one place, let's put him in this place and make something happen with him and... Yeah, I mean, I think Leonard Fournette could do well, but here's the thing, and this is, I guess, a good problem to have. It's not a bad problem, and I, I think if the coach wasn't somebody like Bruce Arians, who's pretty headstrong and blunt, and, and if the quarterback wasn't Tom Brady, I'd really worry about this team, but I'm not all that much barring injuries, but the room is pretty damn crowded because you got LaShawn McCoy, the, the veteran. Now, granted, he didn't play that postseason with the Chiefs. He won a Super Bowl ring, but he didn't play. You have Keyshawn Vaughn, who they just drafted. You have Raymond Calais, who they also drafted. And you have Ronald Jones, who Bruce Arians has been saying has been his number one in camp and is presumably going to be his number one. And Bruce Arians has talked glowingly about his improvement. Now, Ronald Jones, Rojo could still be the starter, but that's going to make things a little complicated. Are there going to be four, five deep at running back? Are they going to make some cuts? Is Leonard Fournette going to make the final cut? We don't know, but I, I think I think Leonard Fournette will. And I think Leonard Fournette could be an asset. And I mentioned before the 500-plus receiving yards that Fournette had last season. I believe that was 520. Yeah, 522 receiving yards, by far a career high. We know Tom Brady loves to use his tight ends. We know Tom Brady loves to throw to his backs. And, man, he's got some damn good backs in Rojo, McCoy, and now Fournette, who definitely know how to – catch the ball and do their thing. In the case of Fournette, though, he hasn't always been good at finding the end zone, but I think that could certainly change now with the, with, I was almost going to say the Patriots, with the Bucks. Seriously, look at the talent 
on this team just from an offensive player perspective, right? I mean, the defense is badass. The defense is freaking badass. You got badass. You got Shaq Barrett and Dominican Sue and JPP. And then, and then on the offensive side, of course, you got Brady. You got Gronk. You got Evans. You got Godwin. I mean, their tight end set is ridiculous, too. You got Gronk, you got Brait, you got OJ Howard, who's low-key one of my favorite players. I mean, damn, that's a hell of a team as long as they stay healthy. And obviously, this year, more than any other year, that's going to be easier said than done during the pandemic era. But my God, the Bucs, they win. Little, little risk, massive, massive reward. As for the Jacksonville Jaguars, this is the string of draft picks that either was a bust or turned out to be pretty good, but for whatever reason, didn't last longer than five seasons with the team. I mean, how many guys have they let go that they drafted or signed or cultivated or whoever? I mean, of course, Jalen Ramsey, you know, AJ Bouye. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and Fournette's just another guy added to that list. And it's just, it's just appalling if you're a Jaguars fan. And, and look, I think, the Jaguars could still be somewhat competitive in that division. Some people will call me crazy, but I mean, they, I mean, the AFC South could still be anybody's division. We don't know if the Titans are going to repeat that amazing playoff performance. We don't know that. You know, Texans by far should be the best team in that division. It's been a weak division, but at the same time, Deshaun Watson. I mean, he's looking around and he lost D Hop, and you know who who knows? I'm sure he's not happy, and, and probably, who knows if he's going to stay there long term. Colts. Will we get prime Phillip Rivers or will we get a Phillip Rivers that'll make people wonder, wait, why do we bench Jacoby Brissett for this? I mean, a, a lot can happen. And again, this is the, the pandemic era, which means some wacky things could happen, just like they happened in the bubble where the, the Blazers went on a run for a little bit, almost gave the Lakers some trouble before the, the last you know four games of the first round. I think some wacky things could happen this year with the NFL season. Knock on wood, as long as it doesn't get paused, as long as they keep the virus under control, and as long as everything stays intact. But on paper, man, on papelera, the Jags don't look all that good. And unlike the Dolphins, who everybody thought was tanking for Tua, and, and they ended up getting him at number five anyway this year, the reality is the Dolphins have a promising young team. The Dolphins made some awesome free agent signings. They made some really good draft picks, obviously Tua being the best one of them on paper. And on top of that, they got a rising star in the form of Brian Flores as a, as a young head coach, a guy that a lot of people like in the league right now, was obviously a, a badass coordinator for the Patriots. And Doug Marone, been around the league for a long time, seems like a seems like a nice guy, seems like a player's coach, but the reality is your record is what your record is. I know that organization's been a mess for years and years and years and years and years, but it is what it is. And as far as him goes, I mean, look, if they get rid of the GM this year, assuming they, they have a losing season, and they keep Marone, I mean, that's a bad look to bring in a new GM and keep the lame duck coach. But, I mean, he's already kind of lame duck coach now. And it's, yeah, it, it is tough if you're a Jags fan. And it, it, to me, it's just inexcusable. Like, why not just ride it out with Fournette? Really? Like, why not ride it out? And then on top of that, from what I understand, he's got a grievance with the team. And it, it's based on $4 million. Now, $4 million could be life-changing money for most players or a lot of players that haven't, you know, made a lot of money yet. But for the Jaguars, I mean, Chad Khan poops $4 million. He poops $5 million. He probably just invested $4 million in, in Tesla and Apple the other day. And yet they don't want to pay him that. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's an absolute mess, but I'm happy for Fournette. 
I'm happy for the Bucks. I, I guess I'm happy for the Jaguars because this is what they wanted. They wanted to get away from him. We'll see which party ends up on, on, on the better side of, of this, uh, I guess, the acquisition or you know rejection or, or whatever the case may be. Again, little risk, high reward for the Bucks and Jaguars. Even if he was a quote-unquote bad attitude guy or whatever, the optics here look absolutely dreadful. And there are easier ways to move on from the Tom Coughlin era. Like, you know, trying to get the most out of the players that you did draft so you could build loyalty. So maybe, just maybe, whether you draft Trevor Lawrence or not, some free agents will say, you know what? I'm going to sign here because, well, you guys are loyal. There's no loyalty in sports, but... A team needs to at least try and give that image that there is, right? I don't know. Whatever. Bucks fans, rejoice. Jags fans, what can I say? Hopefully uh, you'll live to see some better days. But folks, I want to hear from you. What do you think about this acquisition by the Bucks? Who do you think is going to ultimately be RB number one for the Bucks? Let me know. Leave a comment below if you enjoyed this update. Like, share, take care. Don't forget to subscribe and enable notifications for more Bucks videos and NFL videos in general. Overall, we got some major interviews coming up with Randy Cross, Niners legend, Jim McMahon, Chicago Bears legend, and many more to come. So until then, as always, folks, please stay safe, stay sound, and enjoy the games.